the market. The market is an anchor bed. The market is a soul within the soul. The market is a place where you can come in and, and you're at home. The market is a place where it's the history of Atlanta. The market is a place where you can walk through those doors. And even when I came in and only had a pot in the spoon, I would welcome every guest that came through those doors with an open arm just to tell them how much I love them and how grateful we were. That's Miss D of Miss D's New Orleans Style Candy. She gave us all big hugs when we met her on a cold, rainy Monday morning. She was full of sunshine and sweetness, just like the delicious desserts that she sells. Her storefront is a pillar at the Sweet Auburn Curb Market, an Atlanta historical staple that just celebrated its 100th anniversary. On today's show, tour the city's oldest and only municipal market in the heart of the historic Auburn Avenue District. Discover the history and the modern vendors who bring it to the present day and meet two of the founders. You're listening to Peach and Prosperity, where Jeff and Julia a dad and daughter duo sharing stories around Atlanta. As you listen, just a heads up that acoustics in the market were not necessarily podcast episode friendly. So we've done our best to offer you an authentic listening experience, but still one that sounds pleasant on the ears. The story of the Sweet Auburn Curb Market began in a bittersweet way, with a fire in May of 1917. The Great Atlanta Fire destroyed much of what is now the Old Fourth Ward. The headlines in the New York Times declare that the fire in Atlanta raised 100 blocks with a loss of $2 million. Thousands were left homeless, and one woman died of shock. A year after the fire, farmers created a makeshift outdoor market under tents on the burnt land of Edgewood Avenue. It gave residents access to fresh meats and produce. We spoke to Pam Joyner, the director of the market. The market was founded in 1918 by the Women's Foundation, and it was opened on the land that where the building is built on, and they just set up tents and they brought wagons and they sold their wares here. And it is actually located in what used to be the exact geographical center of the city of Atlanta. And then in 1923, the women, same Women's Foundation decided that they needed a permanent structure. And they wanted it to be fire resistant because of the fire that came through in 1917. If you look at the history, you'll, you'll get that. And I think it's just incredible that this group of women, who, by the way, in 1918 didn't have the right to vote, but they decided to do this and they made it happen. And then they raised $300,000 to build this building. It's almost exactly the way it was back then. They've made a few little tweaks and, you know, added on maybe in the mid-50s. And now we take care of it. As all city residents shopped side-by-side indoors, the black vendors experienced segregation and were relegated to vend outside along the curb. This time in history gave the market its curb name. And the city divided the community with the construction of a very big, familiar highway. My name is Princess Wilson. I am an administrator at the Municipal Sweet Auburn Curb Market. 
And I used all names because when I was growing up, it was only called the curb market. I've been connected to the market ever since I was a little girl. And I was born right, right before they constructed 7585, the connector. It used to be just a straight highway that came through. Well, it didn't come through. And I lived in Grady Homes, the projects, and we would always come up to the market to get things from mom and dad or and then go over to Grady Hospital and then went to school, which I went to school right in the neighborhood also, Capitol School on Boulevard, and came back and uh, had an 87 Pratt Street address when I went to school. And when I came back, it was 87 Bell Street. And what the city had done was they moved our entire building across the street to make way for 7585 to come through Atlanta. So then when I came back from school that day, it was 87 Bell Street. Despite these challenging times, the community thrived with prosperity and created meaningful memories. Well, it's so special because I've known different friends, families that have stands or stores inside here and have used it. And this used to be the only place we could go to get, as my cousin would always say, you can get anything part of the hog that you want, from the Rudy to the tootie. So it was always known as a special place to come whenever you wanted anything out of the ordinary to come in and buy your meats, your fresh vegetables, and it was always manned by all different people. Over the years, the market story has had its twists and turns, but its core goals and values have not changed. Ranked by USA Today... As the 16th best food market around the world, the Sweet Auburn Market is a self-sustaining entity with restaurants, retail shops, and shops offering sweets, fresh meat, and seafood, as well as produce. My name is Kim. We carry a lot of homegrown vegetable and fruit. My store has a fresh and cheap price. Better, price. Than, better than grocery store. How do you get such a good price? I wake up 4.30 every morning. Kim is really well known for his collard greens and sweet potatoes. They sell out fast. While we met him around 10 a.m., he'd been up for a long time. He still had a ton of energy, especially on a cold, rainy day. For this episode, we were joined by our friend Eugene. As we walked around the market, he helped us to go behind the scenes with beautiful photographs of the leafy vegetables, meats, and sweets around the market. Check out our new website, peachandprosperity.com, our Instagram or Facebook, or his website, eugenebuchkophotography.com. As Atlanta's only public market, the curb market contributes to the city's economic development serving small businesses, and offering food shopping needs in an area otherwise devoid of fresh options. As the director of the market, Pam Joyner reinforced for us the unique role that it plays in the community. The city owns the building and the land. I don't work for the city of Atlanta. I actually work for board of directors that's appointed by the city council. And they created this entity called the Municipal Market Company to manage the market completely separate from the city. But it is... It's owned by the city, and it's considered a public market, which is in itself unique. It is self-sustaining. We are a not-for-profit entity, and we're located in a historic district. It's been here forever, and it's probably going to be here for another 100 years. During the pre-lunch bustle, 
because once noon hits, it's officially a hustle. We were drawn to spend time with two founders whose shops and owners are bright beacons of light across from each other. My name is Dion Gant. Miss Z's New Orleans style pralines. I actually came in with my recipe that I started when I was about seven years old, my New Orleans style pralines. And um, I, at the age of seven, growing up in Louisiana, I wanted a praline that was smooth, consistent, texture, flavor. And then I wanted it to be like a hug for the soul. And let me tell you, after going through so much devastation, I couldn't imagine being able to create something that I love. But Finding that place where I fit, Atlanta was home for me. And I began to bring forth the gifts and the creativity that was within me. And being able to share with the great people of the great city of Atlanta. And today the Pralines rate number one in the world. Actually came here by way of Hurricane Katrina. After losing everything, I, I wanted to find a way to give back. I saw so many people came down and they showed so much love and compassion for my families from Louisiana. And I began to cry to God because there was nothing left. And I remember saying to him, how, how, can, how can I say thank you when there's nothing left? And he reminded me that there was something left, a pot and a spoon. And from that very day, Miss D's New Orleans-style popcorn and pralines were born. And it was just my way of giving a hug back to the great people of Atlanta who showed so much love and compassion for my family from Louisiana. From this humble beginning, she has built her business. And now you can find her sweets in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh, my God. That has been a journey. Uh, we actually started by way of actually hiring some of the people from the different shelters, some of the different agencies, uh, some of the folks that came through the Blank Foundation. We wanted to be a base where people can come in, and it was almost like a second chance, in other words. And I knew that if I was given the opportunity to share the love with them, that it would change their life and that they would be able to create the perfection that I have grown to love. She graciously shared the triple popcorn and pralines with us. They tasted incredible. Oh my God, the triple. The triple is it. Like there's nothing besides the triple. It's like caramel cheese and butter. It's like, you know, when, when growing up in Louisiana and doing my thing with popcorn, I always had a love and a passion for popcorn, but I just wanted something that was so unique that it just gave a hug for the soul and it gave the adults an experience that once they got away, if they was at a Falcons game or if they was at a soccer game or if they just came into the market with their kids and they needed a hug, the popcorn would show them that. And the popcorn's rate number two in the country today. Now, nothing goes better with popcorn and pralines than tea, right? So we went across the hall where we talked with the husband of the dynamic Mary duo behind this spot. We first met him at our podcast launch party where he generously poured Georgia peach iced tea in the heat of the summer. And we're so grateful to him for that. Uh, my name is Jamel Shelton, and my wife, Brandy, and I, we own Just Add Honey. We are a loose-leaf tea company based in downtown Atlanta, uh, more specifically inside the Sweet Auburn Curve Market. Really trying to get people out of the mindset that tea can only be consumed when one is sick. There's so many cool, flavorful ways you can drink tea. We always say that tea is um, such a personal thing. It's almost like, you know, the music inside of your iPhone, you know? So 
while you know we do have kind of some standout teas, uh, for the most part, it really just depends on that particular customer and what their taste buds are telling them. So one of them is Georgia peaches, which is a black tea. The uh, Sweet Auburn is herbal tea, so it's caffeine-free, kind of like a great rendition on being inside of Georgia and the Sweet Auburn market and all of the history represents. We have to uh, kind of nickname or name a tea after uh, where we're at right now. And just really standing, um, as we say on the shoulders of giants, this is literally the neighborhood where Dr. King grew up. It's just a great opportunity. This market has been around for over 100 years, and we always hear, especially around the holiday times, people coming in and the story's always, man, my great-grandmother or my my, my great aunt would always bring me down here when I was a kid. And now you see them bringing their kids and they're through the generations. This market has kind of kept this flair and really kind of kept this signature with inside Atlanta, the land of Georgia area. Over the years, Just Add Honey has expanded into new, exciting offerings. With Inside the Store, we do uh, tea parties, high tea parties, tea tastings. Um, we offer tea blending classes. We also offer uh, tea rituals and teach them how to slow down over a pour themselves. So she teaches kind of how to slow down for about seven to nine minutes over a cup of tea. We cover a lot of different coffee shops in Atlanta area. You can go to our website, justadhoney.net, to find out all of our listings. So we do that. We also have farmer's markets. We have movie sets now where people call us out. We have a mobile tea bar set up. While the focus of our visit was on the sweeter products, there's also plenty of savory, like... Sweet Auburn Barbecue, which Eater Atlanta has named one of the best wings with their coconut lemongrass or the Thai chili style. And Arepa Mia, owned by chef Lise Hernandez, a first-generation American who is sharing her grandmother's Venezuelan recipes with the city of Atlanta. But then, of course, there's even more sweet. I'm Amy Yates, Sweet Auburn Bakery. We're also known for our sweet potato pies There is, and our sweet potato cheesecake. This is where Jimmy Carter came and had sweet potato cheesecake, and then they wrote up an article about it. So we're very known for those things and cupcakes and apple pies and peach pies. A lot of different things. Guess it comes with the territory, with a name like Sweet Auburn Municipal Curb Market. Thanks for listening to Peach and Prosperity. I'm Julia. And I'm Jeff. If you like what you listen to, give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to visit our new website, peachandprosperity.com. Feel free to leave a comment, ask a question. A big shout out to Pony League for the music.